Welcome to the Lisa Wexler Show podcast. Think of it like a magazine or a box of chocolates. You never know what you'll get. From politics to pop culture, healthcare to legal issues, it's all here. And my behind-the-wheel chats are personal observations created especially for you on podcast only. Enjoy. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Care Patrol of Connecticut and New York is your number one partner for securing safe senior living options and navigating the senior care continuum. Their services are at no cost to you, and they guide you through the entire process. They advise and advocate. They educate and empower. We know that magnificent song from Les Mis, but even I didn't know that the composer Claude Michel Schoenberg was of Hungarian Jewish origin until I looked it up myself. And the reason I looked it up is because Ari Axelrad, who was uh, Ari Axelrad, who was our guest right now, joining us, is has compiled a celebration of Jewish Broadway a celebration of Jewish musical musical theater. And that will be on May 15th for one performance only, 7 p.m. at the Westport Country Playhouse this Monday. Ari Axelrod, welcome to the Lisa Wexa Show. Hello. Hi. Hello, Lisa. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. So I thought I knew everything about every Jewish composer, but I didn't realize <laughs> that Schoenberg was also Jew. And of course, bring him home. What a great... And you have a beautiful voice, Ari. Beautiful oh. voice. Thank Beautiful you, Lisa. Voice. Thank you. I appreciate it. Sorry. And also, Herbert Kurtzmer, yes. who did the translation from English to Hebrew, also Jewish. Oh, and they translated yeah. it to Hebrew as well. That would be cool. I don't think yes. I've ever heard it in yeah. Hebrew. That would be very well, cool. Well, you you will on Monday, May 15th. Oh, at the West okay. Wow, you're going to sing it a little <laughs> bit in Hebrew, huh? That's pretty cool. That's right. All right. That's right, yeah. So, Ari, you're very in touch with your Jewish roots. How come? I am. Well, I, both with my Jewish roots and also the, the legacy of music within my family. My my great-grandfather was a cantor in Russia, and his work as a cantor actually is the reason I'm here today. It's the thing that got him 
um, uh, into this country. And his brother was uh, an opera singer in Kiev, Ukraine. So music is a big part of my family. But also I was raised, you know, very in, in a very vibrant Jewish household, not necessarily religious, but, you know, very, very vibrant Jewish household. My parents met when they were 14 at Jewish sleepaway camp. They're still madly in love. It's very disgusting, and I love them. Um, but, you know, it was very much a part of my upbringing, and um, it's become very much a part of who I am. Where did you grow up? Uh, Ann Arbor, Michigan. Go Blue. Really? I've never oh, been yeah. there. So oh, chances are God, I wouldn't know what amazing. camp they went to. So chances are I wouldn't know what camp. They're not from the New York Jewish camp area. No, not although different. they did they did go to Tel Yehuda, which is part of uh, Young Judea. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. I've never I've never been to Ann Arbor, but I hear it's a beautiful beautiful community. Oh, it's the best. Oh. I love it. Oh, that's I love so it. nice. So Ari, yeah. how old are you now? I'm 29, but I feel like I'm 70. No, don't say. That. <laughs> I mean, I listen, I'm, a, I'm, an, I'm an old soul. You know, I, if, I always joke that if a song came out after 1966, I probably don't know it. But I love Gershwin's and I love Irving Berlin and Leonard Bernstein. But I can't hum you a single Taylor Swift song. I get That's it. That's why I feel like I'm going on, you know, yeah. 80, 85. No, I, I get that because I was uh, dancing at the Rainbow Room in my as a 16-year-old. I mean, that's all I wanted the guys to take me out to do was to take me to the Rainbow Room. So I've always been... Yeah. Not of my time either, so I can relate to you, right. Ari. I can definitely relate to you. And well, um, I yeah, that. and so, and how did you develop this evening? Like, tell me about what goes into doing this kind of an evening. Well, it started back in 2018. I uh, was asked to speak on a panel at Eastern Michigan University for a group of Jewish students who were also in the in the theater, and uh, the head of the Jewish Studies Department had, you know told me afterward, he said, you know, I, I, we were schmoozing and we were both huge West Side Story fans. And I was, you know, nerding out about the Jewish influence on the score of West Side Story. And this guy, Marty Schichtman, the head of the Jewish Studies Department, he said, you should really think about doing a show about the Jewish influence on musical theater. I said, I don't really. Do you think people would come? And he said, tell you what, build it, do it out Eastern Michigan in the fall. And uh, we'll take it from there. And so I did it the first time as more like an academic talk with musical elements and then pitched the idea to Birdland the next day. And Jim Caruso at Birdland. I know Jim. I know Jim. He's been on my show. I have a very funny story about Jim. So Jim Caruso was on my show and I love what he used to do on Monday nights at Birdland. I don't know if he's still doing it, but I loved it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And he was on my show and we were chatting about it. And he starts to talk about the Real Housewives of New York City. Because mm-hmm. I think Luann or one of them, I don't know, he was just talking yeah. in general. He goes, I don't know if you've heard of the show, The Real Housewives of New York City, but so-and-so and so-and-so, and we're kibitzing. And I, I said to him, Jim, you're kidding, right? He goes, what do you mean? I said, don't you know that I'm Jill Zarin's sister? I mean, like, oh and I was, I was on The Housewives then. I was on the show wow. with Jill all the time. It was really funny. It was a moment. Wow. He was he was completely nonplussed on live radio. It was hysterical. It was really funny. He's such wow. a nice guy. He's oh, a great the- guy. Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort so you sleep better together. JD Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For JD Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com/awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Yeah. So he helped wonderful. you. So he helped you, huh? Yeah, yeah, he he booked me at Birdland and I did it there for you know, a run in 2019 and then COVID hit, but I, my roommate was my music director. So we were still kind of able to keep the momentum of the show going and travel to places safely and do the show safely outdoors in parking lots to mask audiences. And then it's really taken off. It's won multiple awards and I feel very, very grateful that this show has been so well received. Um, but it, it found me. I didn't go in search of doing this show, and now I can't imagine my life without it. And it, it originally started as this kind of very casual celebration of Judaism and Broadway. But as things have progressed in this country and around the world, and as anti-Semitism continues to rise, it's become both a celebration of Jewish culture and, and Broadway, but also as a real living, breathing form of activism. And a way of showing people that Jews are not just how we respond to anti-Semitism. We are more than that. We are, a, we, are we live life. We are a, a people with an immense sense of vitality. It's not just that we're resilient, but we are strong. And if you want a great representation of Jewish vitality and how we live and not just how we died or survived, look at Broadway. So let me ask you this, Ari Axelrod. You're going to be at the Playhouse on the 15th this Monday. I'll try and get there myself. I really will. Um, What has been your insight? In other words, why is it that, except for Cole Porter, almost every single songwriter in the 40s and the 50s and, and even coming up through the 60s, was Jewish. What was well, that even, about? Even beyond that, even, I mean, it's, it's, it's an anomaly that is still kind of very much alive. Um, I'll give you my one sentence thought, but if you want to hear more, come to the show. Okay. I, I, will, I will say that I, I think the arts and in particular music was so important to the Ashkenazi Jewish immigrants of the uh, late 1800s and early 1900s. And I would imagine that to leave your home country or to have your parents leave your home country and come to a place where you don't speak the language and Jews weren't assimilated people yet, to pursue the American dream, I think it made sense to lead with something that you were passionate about and that you cared about. And also, many of these composers, they're parents, their fathers were cantors or clergymen. And so it was in kind of 
in the air in their homes as they were growing up. And and Judaism is a culture that is so rich with storytelling. So I think to put stories to music was almost like a a, a very uh, natural impulse. And then the collaborative nature of putting these stories to music was a way of creating community, which is foundational to uh, to Judaism. I just wonder, so though, do you address? But do you do you address the reality that most of these men, if not all of them, actually disdained any obvious expression of being an observant Jew? They didn't like it at all. Many of them married non-Jewish women and raised their children in a non-Jewish culture. Some of them, but then you have people like. Bernstein, and you have people like Yip Harburg, and you have, I mean, there are, it's a spectrum, like with, with any Jewish expression, even today, I think it was difficult to be in the pop culture spotlight and to fully embrace your Jewish identity, because at the time, assimilation was really your, your only ticket to success. You could either be a fully proud, outspoken Jewish person, or you could have a successful career. And there were some who were able to do both, but that was the exception to the rule and not the rule itself. Mm. Ari Axelrod, thank you very much. You've got a beautiful thank voice, you, a talented person. Oh, I'm, ex- I'm excited for the show that you're doing. It will be at the Westport Playhouse one night only on Monday. There's a modest admission. I think it's $25 a ticket, something like that, That's because right. it's part of a very special series that they're doing at the Playhouse. And have you, yes. been, to, have you been to Westport before, Ari? Yes, yes. I saw one of the recent script in hand series when uh, Teresa Rebeck directed her play Mauritius. And I will also just add that we are doing a talk back with the Connecticut ADL led by Stacey Sobel after the show on stage at the Playhouse. Wonderful. She was just on the show a couple of weeks ago, Stacey. She's fabulous. Yeah, I know her like 25 years. Yeah, yeah. That's amazing. So, so Ari, have a wonderful time. Welcome to Westport. Thank That's you, the Lisa. town I live Thank in. You You're so going to get a beautiful, warm welcome. And thanks for being on the show today. You can get Thank your tickets. You for having me. A pleasure. You can get your tickets at the westportcountryplayhouse.org. We're going to be right back with more of the Lisa Wexler Show. Stay tuned. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. 
Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Thank you for listening. If you liked what you heard, please share it with your friends. And as always, feel free to contact me at lisa at lisawexler.com. 